Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. We're at the Amarant Bank Arena, beautiful Sunrise, Florida. And Doug Plagans is joining us here at our broadcast table He'll be on the call tonight. Now, the game tonight is on AM 790. That's where you listen to the Panthers. It's the only local broadcast yes. end because TV is on TNT tonight. Yep. So, Plagans, if you want to hear the local call, go ahead, Plagans. Give them the hack. If they want to match up the radio call, you can use the Odyssey app. You could do it on 790. They want to match up the radio call with what they're seeing on TNT. The free Odyssey app, no the less. Free the free Odyssey, Odyssey app. app. You, can, uh, you can pause your TV at a whistle and then hit play on your TV when you hear that same whistle on the radio broadcast, and you'll have it all synced up. You can do that for any game you want. There you go. Genius. Um, tonight is Aaron Ekblad mini bobblehead. Night. Yes. Now, you're a collector. Today is also a big day in the history of Channing Crowder. I would imagine you know that, being a Channing Crowder collector. I'll get to that. But tonight they're giving away these Aaron Eckblad mini bobbleheads. You collect cards, yes. right? That's the main focus of your cards memorabilia. memorabilia. Yeah, yeah. Bobbleheads, is that a big thing in your world? Do I you, like bobbles. Do you collect them? I, I would say I... I like getting them, and I have a collection of ones that I have gotten actually over in the uh, in the offices in here at Amarant Bank Arena. Um, there might be a window you can see from the outside. There's a whole bunch, a whole row of bobbleheads hmm. uh, that you can. I believe you can see it from the outside. One in one area of the building. The, I sit right by there. Those are all. Those are all bobbleheads that either belong to me. Or Jameson Olive from Florida Panthers. Talk. But you don't. You're not a bobblehead collector per se. I collect them in that when I get them. I put it with the rest of my bobbleheads, gotcha. and I amass a collection of bobbleheads. I'm not you don't going go out of your finding way. bobbleheads necessarily. I think it goes with the event that you attended. I mean, if I happen to go to a bobblehead night at, you know, it could be anywhere when I'm out of town on a baseball trip. I remember one time uh, my buddy and I were in Milwaukee, and it happened to be Travis Shaw bobblehead night that night. He used to play for the Brewers. And I still have my Travis Shaw bobblehead because it kind of becomes a memento from, hey, that one time we went to Miller Park and we went to that Brewers game and we got a Travis Shaw bobblehead. So it goes with my, it's almost like collecting ticket stubs. You collect it from the event that you attended. It's a memento from that event. Do you leave them in the box? Because I got cussed out for taking bobbleheads oh, out of right. the box. Oh, right. You're supposed to leave them in the box. Yeah. It, de- it depends. It depends. Yeah, I think uh, some you leave in there, some you don't. But like even your cards that you collect, obviously you have them in, um, you know, the the protective case. If it's a card that warrants that sort of treatment. But will yeah. you ever take out uh, what's what's your most valuable card? Have you ever my, told my, us my Jordan rookie? Jordan. So what's that worth? Uh, a few grand. Okay. Would you ever take it out to handle it's, it? So when you get them graded, and I I get a lot of my higher end stuff graded. You get it graded. It's like in a slab. They call it. It's like a plastic sealed holder. So I can't take the oh, card so it's out. Sealed. I, I got you. You can snap them out. I've done that. You, but it takes like a pair of pliers and some finesse to get them out of the thing. But you could hold it. I, you know, it's all. It's totally protected. 
Um, you know, you could drop it, you're fine, because it's in one of these things. It's like a helmet for your card, basically. And it says the grade on it, and it says what it is, and it authenticates it as well. Did you get that uh, by luck, or did you search that out? And uh... I picked it up a while back. Gotcha. Yeah. And it's increased in value? It's probably about in the neighborhood. It's it's a it's been an up and down ride, but it's probably about what I paid for it. Interesting. Yeah. How's your Crowder card collection going? Very good. Yeah. I'm working on the the project is getting close to being done. <laughs> really? The project is getting close to being done. Uh, the project for the listeners who are wondering, there's a particular Channing Crowder card that has all these different variations from his rookie year 2005. It's the Leaf Rookies and Stars, and there's like a numbered to 50, a numbered to 99, a 150, a 199, a 250, a 499, a 999, a base version. My goal is to acquire all of them, have them all autographed. It'll be the single greatest piece series of Channing Crowder memorabilia that exists. In now, the world, right? Yes. Now, I tried the, the one I don't have, the only one I don't have is the one that there's only 50 of. And as, as documented on this program, I tried to buy it You've back offered. in the summer. And the individual who I tried to buy it from said he refunded me and said, sorry, I listed that. It was 14 years ago or something, and I can't find it. But he's just playing coy. He's just trying to get a. I think he realized what a commodity that is, and he suddenly didn't want to part with it. Up and down. That's what happened. That's how the market works. Today is the anniversary of Crowder's interception against Tom Brady. And well, you got the football, right? Yes, I got yeah. the house. And now, uh, is that does that have value to oh, anyone absolutely. other than him? Absolutely, it, it does. Monetary absolutely. value? Uh, absolutely, it would. I mean, I'm uh, maybe I'm speaking for some people, but I'm sure there are some Dolphins fans in the audience first and foremost who would love to have that football. Number one, um, I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure because it was a Tom Brady interception. I'm sure there are people that would be drawn to it for that reason. I would love to see that football signed by Channing Crowder and Tom Brady personally. Well, we asked him today, yeah. would he have Tom Brady sign it? And that's I don't know Tom, do. but I feel like he'd get a <laughs> kick out of it at this point. Tom seems pretty laid back these days. Yeah, I'm going to go up to that beach he plays on somewhere in Florida and just walk around and wait for him. But I've I've seen him at events. And I've never, I never clicked that I'm going to see Tom Brady. But the next event I'm at, if I think about it, I'm going to go have him sign it. Two Channing, good read. <laughs> Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah. What, what would he, if he wanted to to put that on the market? What do you think he could get for that? If he said, "I am now selling the ball," would you ever sell it? No, my you would kid, never sell my it. Kids, yeah. kids, kids are going to have that ball. But if you wanted to sell it, it's impossible because it's one of those when there are truly unique. You work things, with fanatics, right? Don't they take unique things sometimes? And they, I think they have a department that yeah. requires certain things like that. But uh, it's it's impossible when you have something so unique. Now there's there's different levels of it because you look at something like a Michael Jordan rookie card. That is honestly, it's not a rare card. The thing is, though, every single person who collects sports memorabilia would love to have one of those. So there's always a demand, even though it's not it's not difficult to find, but it's the most liquid sports card, really, that you could have because you're always going to be able to sell those. Mm. It, there's always a demand. Now, with something ultra unique, it's nearly impossible to put a value on it because, as they always say it, it only takes one person. One person walks up and has to have that item. Yeah. There's no sales history of it. We don't know what it's what it you know has gone for. Sometimes you have things you can compare sales with certain items, but with something that's totally unique, you just never know. All it takes is one person to come along and say, "Hey, right, if it's I got need value that. to that, I need that." That's what happened with my old school Gator car. Right. It was like a 1983. I put all this money into it in 05. 
And then I tried to sell it like it was like four or five years ago. And they appraised it for like 20 grand. And I'm putting it in these little auto trader books and nobody's offering anything. And one dude was like, why don't you take this to Gainesville where everybody knows you and they're Gator fans? Went up there and sold it for triple. There you go. Yeah, you're right. It takes one person and, to have a value. And for it to be up for sale at the exact perfect time on the platform or in the setting where it's going to get the perfect eyeballs on it, you, you just you can never predict stuff like that. Um, I do want to talk Panthers with Plagans, but he's also one of our go-to food guys, and we had a conversation today about Taco Bell. We okay. had a conversation about several I'm an things. expert in that. So do you like Taco Bell? Love it. So do it's I. It's part of the fabric of Doug Plagans. I think Maybe it's more creep. so than anything else out there in the whole world of food. There might not be anything that is more part of the fabric of me than Taco Bell. It tastes good, I right? love it. Yeah. I love it. It's not it, real meat. It sure is. They've real, it, They've done some significant <laughs> work out there in Irvine, and they've improved the quality from what I gather. I w- I've been eating Taco Bell as long as I can remember. I still go there regularly. When we were, Remember when the Panthers went to Helsinki and played the Jets I those do. two games back in 2018? Yep. Well, after the games, because they were 8 o'clock local time starts, if I recall, the games ended late. We were staying in downtown Helsinki. What was open and ready to serve me? Downtown Helsinki's Taco Bell. I mean, that sounds and it was outstanding. like uh, a dream scenario, a dream trip. I went back-to-back nights. I mean, now, do you ever get the cinnamon twists? Not really, no. I, I don't think I've had cinnamon twists in well over a decade. Solana has the cinnamon twists on his Mount Rushmore of Taco Bell food items. I, I mean, I, the cinnamon twists make me think of the 1990s. Right, they, and it, that the because that's the last was, time they sold one. Yeah, that was the. It's generally, <laughs> it's generally like when they serve them to you. That's when they made them. Yep. Right. <laughs> I've never had the breakfast. You ever had a Taco Bell breakfast, Solana? Never had the breakfast either, Doug. Yeah, I don't think I have either. But I, I am a regular Taco Bell. Go-to. So what's your, what's your go-to? Just. Tacos, burritos. I, I like the taco. I just I like just the regular tacos. I think that burrito, the Dorito Locos taco is good. I think the the quesadilla, the chicken quesadilla is good. I like off the. Uh, I don't even know what they call them on the on the value menu. They've got a couple, a chicken burrito and a beef burrito on there that are both really good. I forget what the names of them even are. I just like the picture and I hit I'm the. So touch and you the always got to go straight home. You can't eat Taco Bell and go hang out the rest of the No, time. I'll often go to Taco Bell and then go to Walmart because the one over here at the Walmart's right across the street. I mean, time of your life. Yeah. He, he ah, really. Wait about an hour and a half. No. Nah, go to the border and then rolling back prices. and <laughs> you got to build up that callus. <laughs> got to build up that callus. Yeah, I think Taco Bell gets a bad rap. I think it's very good. It's outstanding. I'm it's outstanding. And I, I will be a defender of Taco Bell until the very Me end. Me too. Yeah. I'm glad you said that. Um, let's talk some Panthers here. But I, I'm, forget about the loss to the Islanders at home here for a second. The three-game Canadian road trip was a smashing success. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean that couldn't have. I mean it could have gone better, and it almost did, by the way. But um, five points out of six, like they got to feel good coming home after that. Obviously, you didn't want to lose the Islanders, but yeah, five out of six points on the trip played well enough to get all six points. The penalty kill was outstanding. That's the first thing that I think of from that trip. Really, they were eighteen for eighteen on the penalty kill combined over those three games. Everybody chipped in. Uh, there was, you know, all three games were, were really different. Um, so that was, it, it, that's been a hallmark trade of this team to win games a lot of different ways. 
And the Panthers and Paul Maurice said as much. They weren't crazy about the Winnipeg game at home before they went on that trip. So he was especially happy with the way that the team responded, the full body of work over those three games. And it was it was a statement week for the Panthers against three Atlantic Division teams that are all in different places in the standings, but that doesn't undervalue any of those three games because games within your division, like any sport, those are the those are the biggest games that you're going to play during the regular season to get that separation. So it was a, it was a great week. And then the game against the Islanders on Saturday, uh, the Panthers were happy with a lot of what they did. A lot of nights they're going to win that game just based on the the way that game went. Uh, Ilya Sorokin for the for the Islanders was just uh, outstanding in net and made 42 saves. And sometimes that's going to happen. So uh, they were happy with a lot of what they did there. And now tonight is a is a big test against. Dallas this is one of those teams said it a couple times if the Panthers are fortunate enough to get back to the cup final this year this is the kind of team that they could be facing Dallas is one of those one of those top teams over there in the west that uh, has aspirations to to make a deep run so whether it's Dallas Vegas Colorado those are really you know LA's kind of put itself into that mix we'll see if Edmonton gets hot in the second half of the year I know they were a hot pick before the season but Dallas is another one of those teams like the Panthers you go up and down their lineup uh, there aren't really any holes with what the Dallas Stars bring to the table as long as they're healthy and it's funny you say that because when I was reading Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day brought to you by T-Mobile you can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network we get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com up about this game. I think Paul Maurice said he was like, these teams are very similar. Yes. And we know the Panthers are very good. I guess they have deep rosters and all that. Isn't that scary for tonight? They're on national TV for a reason, but what's what's going to be the difference in this game? Because it has to be one. Well, both teams are really solid defensively. Both teams have really good goaltenders. Uh, both teams can score. Uh, it might come down to, you know, one big play at some point because I think it's going to be played pretty tightly. Uh, I wouldn't expect, you know, a, a seven to six game out there tonight. So, uh, so I think it's going to be played pretty tightly, and it could come down to who comes up with the with the one big play. I'd think something in the in the maybe three two four three range for uh, for tonight's game. I just think it's going to be a tight one. Are the Panthers where you thought they would be after 24 games? Yeah, I thought they were going to be a contender, and that's where they are right now. And uh, I think a huge credit goes to. First of all, Bill Zito and the hockey ops department and the coaching staff because you had a lot of new faces coming in here, and there were a lot of guys that were identified that have come in here and played some big minutes with some key players out. You look at uh, you know Ekblad and Montour and Bennett were out for a big chunk of the the early stage of the season, and the Panthers' depth was put to the test, and it passed every one of those tests to be able to come in and not only keep keep your head above water, but the Panthers came in and put themselves into a great spot in the standings. So this is a team that, uh, you know, we all expected to be a contender for, for this season and a number of years to come, and they put themselves in that mix, and I think everybody else around the league has, has noticed it too. So uh, this is a team that, like I said, I expected them to be in a, in a spot like this, and here they are. I got to ask about the Senators-Panthers fight. What the hell happened? I've never seen well, anything you know, like that in I've, my life. I've never seen – Everyone on the ice gets uh, a ten minute misconduct. <laughs> I've, al- I've also never seen the the ref come over, announce the infraction, 
and then finish it with among other penalties. Right. Never heard that phrase over <laughs> right. the uh, over the end. But there it's was like when Dad goes, uh, "Listen, you, you're not going out for two weeks," and you, I'm also thinking about other uh, other <laughs> ramifications for your action. There was a lot. There was a lot to sort out. I and there was only believe there was only one actual pair of fighting majors. Matthew Kachuk fought Jake Sanderson. Beyond that, there were no other fighting majors handed out. You just had a whole slew of misconducts. The Panthers had that game in the bag. It was, you know, they ended up winning the game five to nothing, but they were they were up significantly at that point. There was seven minutes and change left in the third when the, you know, all the ten minute misconducts were handed out. And I've never seen it before, but I feel like that decision by the officials accomplished what they set out to do. Uh, things did, you know, things were starting to get a little dicey. They didn't want the last seven minutes of the game to be too out of hand, and I think by just uh, sending everybody off, it it kind of made those last seven minutes and change go by a little bit more smoothly than maybe they would have otherwise. So, uh, again, I'd never seen it before, but yeah. I think I think what they set out to do, just restore order, calm things down so that we could get through the last seven and a half minutes, you know, rather smoothly, I think they, they accomplished what they set out to do. I was just looking up Kachuk's stats because he had a slowish start goal-wise. He's got four goals in 24 games. That's slow start for him. Well, he's been around a point a game all season. He's leading the Panthers in shots on net, and I think at some point he's going to have guys like that, the superstar players, their numbers are always, at the end of a year, their numbers always end up where you'd expect them to be. It just works out that way. We just happened to see, because last year was our, last season was our first season with and it, them. And it, was his it was a second, barrage. And it was his second straight 100-point year, but he's been around a, a, a point a game all season long. Like I said, he's getting the chances. He's been leading the team in shots on net from the outset, and it's not as if uh, you know he's just launching pucks from the blue line. I mean, he's not a he's not a perimeter guy like that. So he's getting his chances from in front of the net. Eventually, he's going to have one of those two week spans where he scores you know eight or nine goals, and everything starts starts going in the net for him, and and uh, his numbers will catch back up there. But he's been playing great. He's doing everything that you'd expect him to do out there. And like I said, he's he's getting the chances, and it's an eighty two game season. Eventually everything evens out the way that it's supposed to, especially for a superstar player like that. Uh, Panthers fans, again, you have tonight, Dallas Stars in town. You can come on out to sunrise. It feels like a hockey night in South Florida, a little nip in the air. A little cloudy out there, yeah. And uh, Friday night they've got the Penguins, and then they go on the road for uh, yeah, a long road a, trip this again, is right? a sizable road trip. This, I believe it's actually the longest road trip of the season. It starts in Columbus, and it's an every-other-day swing. The Panthers play Sunday afternoon in Columbus, and then from Columbus, they'll fly to, right to Seattle, Seattle, Vancouver, and then Edmonton, and then Calgary, and back. So it's uh, it's good to knock out a trip like that early in the season. The Panthers are done with Mountain and Pacific time before the All-Star break, which is big. When you're playing those big games down the stretch, it's a lot easier to travel north-south than to be crossing crossing time zones like that uh, when you're playing big games in the playoff race. So for the Panthers to be able to knock this trip out now, it's it's something that's going to benefit them. you have any uh, food places circled for the uh, for the upcoming road trip? Is there, because uh, th- th- those cities, I mean, I guess. I love Columbus. I absolutely love Columbus. Uh, there's a good, really good taco place up there uh, in downtown Columbus that I'll probably, probably check out. Um, seafood in Seattle and Vancouver, that's kind Pretty of the like, right? go-to. Yeah, um, and then... Uh, Let's see in uh, in Edmonton and Calgary. I know where there are some 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 shawarma for lunch. Oh, I know you yeah. like the shawarma. Love the shawarma. I have a couple places in mind. So and then you got Tim Hortons. I mean, you can't <laughs> go wrong with Timmy Ho's lasagna. They have the lasagna Tim Hortons. They had it for like uh, six months or so. We have Rob Pizzola comes on with us 
uh, was on with us in the three o'clock hour today. He's a gambler, but he's in Toronto. And uh, he recalls that Tim Hortons once put lasagna on the menu. And I must I, have missed that. Yeah, well, it, it didn't last very long. Uh, people really wanted the donuts, not so much the, <laughs> the lasagna. I like when, I have to tell you, I like, though, I know Plagans will too. I like when a place goes out of their comfort zone and launches something on the menu. I'm not saying I'm going to get it, but I remember a couple of years ago, remember Burger King did a big thing with hot dogs? Yeah. They were selling hot dogs. Who in their right mind would stop at a Burger King to get a hot dog. Like, there's very few places you want a hot dog anyway. McDonald's chicken wings. The roller at the gas station mm. hot dogs. How about those? I would never. Would you? I did in the early 90s. Well, I'm not talking about, you know, when you're young and in college. and I've brought glizzies here. At, Remember? Oh, from the gas station. I went to that gas yeah, station where that I was the disgusting. cheap drinks, and I was hungry, and I was running late, and I got me two hot dogs, wrapped them up, and ate them right here. That was disgusting. I just fueled my body. Right, but, like, I understand, like, the, the thing with gas station roller hot dogs, you used to not be able to get food. On every corner, at every stop. I remember in like 1991, I, I thought, you know, I was in first grade, but I remember thinking, wow, two hot dogs for a buck at 7-Eleven, that's a steal. But mm-hmm. now. And you wanted it. Like, yeah. you can stop at the gas station and get a hot dog on a roller, but I or guarantee you. Or a taquito. You, or a taquito. Yeah. But I guarantee you, within one-tenth of a mile of that location, there is actual food. So I don't know who would get the hot dog on the roller. But the hot dog they're, on the roller. They're tasty if they're turning them, you know, if they're yep. moving that inventory. Yeah. And they've been there for two, three hours, so that little skin oh, is that, So you want it to be, you the want crisp, it to have had a shelf life. Oh, the yep. crisp skin, maybe put a Dorito crumple on there. What oh. is happening here? <laughs> I'm not opposed to the roller dog. I haven't yeah. had one in a long time, but I, I'd have one with you. I'm not certain. Taco I've... Bell is a delicacy, but a hot dog is terrible? Come Taco on Bell has made their millions, billions. On tacos, gas stations are selling gas, <laughs> and, and then they happen to have a hot dog roller because they had extra space. You know, yeah. it was like, oh, what else? We can only have so much wiper fluid in here. You just said, hey, Hal, the <laughs> wiper well, fluid. The gas stations are selling more than gas because they see the buffet of snack food items that you guys have yeah. out here. I don't know about the roller the dog. Path. I don't know about the roller dogs. Anyway, the soda fountain at the gas station. Love well, that. you love a soda fountain oh, with the love re- free refill. You know what I think? I said this earlier. The Taco Bell. It's a little cutesy with the Baja Blast and all this nonsense. Hey, g- yeah, give me Baja a, Blast Zero is good stuff. Give me a traditional soda or g- give me a freestyle machine. I, d- I don't need all that. I like the, the Baja Blast Zero is good. They have the Pepsi, there though, Bell. there. I don't like Pepsi. Yeah. 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 All right. <laughs> We've covered a lot of ground. <laughs> the Pepsi Coke debate has gone on forever, though. Well, I don't understand anyone in their right mind choosing Pepsi over Coke. Got the brown sugar flavor. Of? Of brown sugar. No, no, no. Of which, which? Oh, Pepsi has brown sugar. That's what. The, that's what. That's their that's the uh, uniqueness. Okay. Yeah, that's what's supposed to be. Coke mm. is normal sugar, and Pepsi has a little brown sugar. Yeah, to I'm it. not so certain. You're a racist. All right. Well, uh, Doug Plagan. <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, you see on the video, Plagan's just sprinting. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do. 
Matthew Kachuk, three and a half shots on goal. What do you think? I don't deal with All this. All right. Take that someplace else. Oh, Doug Plagans. Listen to him tonight. Game will be on AM 790. You can watch the game on TNT. No Bally Sports tonight. TNT. Thank you, Plagans. Have a good call tonight. Thank you very much. We'll talk to you guys soon. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network.